Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Greetings, you funny mummies. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. This one is quite dear to my heart because the guest is quite dear to my heart. They all are. I'm not playing favourites, but I'm just saying not all of them came out of the same birth canal. And this one did. This is my beautiful sister, not just a random stranger that I found shared the same uterus as me. Uh, My beautiful sister, Ange, who I love dearly. And I just was so excited to get on this podcast because I don't just want this to be comedians. Like, I love comedians, don't get me wrong, but some of the most hilarious people I know um, and people I love chatting to are not at all professional comedy land dwellers. And yeah, so I thought, what better place to start than my relative? I'm not even going to say more than that. We reveal quite a lot about our upbringings. We also go into the depths of being in the shit uh, that comes after divorce. So without further ado, enjoy this hilarity. (laughs) Please welcome my gorgeous sister, Angeline Winter. Sister, sister, <laughs> sister, sister. This is my sister, Hi. Angeline. That's my name. I'm so happy you're here. Oh, Do you remember so years ago when you were living in um, the UK? And this is back in the days where, like, you couldn't call because it was so expensive, like ten dollars for five minutes or something. And That's do you remember right. I bought you that single, the, and I sent it over to you on CD, the Sister to Sister. My sister is my deepest friend. I do remember that. Oh, we used to post things to each other. I know. That's sad. It doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Boo. (laughs) Boo. Although you get, you still get lots of um, paper shit from your kids brought home, like little. That's true. Drawings and. That's true. I've got boxes I've hung onto so much of that stuff. I just can't let it go. What do you do with it? I mean, no. You know what I've started doing actually is photographing it. That's a really good idea. I yeah. have boxes of it. The big, like, robot creations, you keep them for two weeks and then you dispose of them. That's what you do. That's the rule. Do you rule. have to dispose of them in secret? Yeah, oh, yeah, like two weeks and then they forget about it. But if, if it's within <laughs> that two weeks, you know, they'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. It's so important to, to me. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> The God. big boxes, the one on top of the other stacked, you know. And then do you, Those yeah, uh, and it seems like so, it's a nice thing to do to make stuff with the kids. Do you know what I found though? Um, my stepson Lucas, we found his entire bag of Christmas presents completely untouched in his bedroom, like last week. And it's were you it's, offended? It's September. <laughs> well, you know, it wasn't offended so much as like a wake up call about why the hell did I bother buying any presents? Like, why did I even bother? I just felt you always go over the top with Christmas bullshit, and then like. Oh, my God. He even had his little gold chocolate coins still in there. No way. Yes. Wow. Then when I pointed it out to him, he did eat them all. Oh, well, that's nice. Probably had a lot of digestive distress. But um, not my kid, not my problem. 
Um. <laughs> <laughs> At least you don't have a dog that eats them and costs, costs you $5,000 anymore. Oh, my God. Oh, my oh, God. Anyway. That was a freaking nightmare. Thanks for bringing up that very painful <laughs> memory. To put that in context, we did have a rescue dog that unfortunately it didn't work out because he kept breaking into um, children's rooms, eating fundraising chocolates, etc. As in literally was a hound and needed five seconds. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Enough about my sordid past. Um, tell me, what, what do you want to tell people about you, Ange? Like how, do you, how would you describe yourself for like if you were meeting someone at a party, what would you say about, you know, tell me about you, Ange. Creative. Yes, you and are. And broke. Oh, they go hand in hand, don't they? <laughs> That's the truth of the matter. Surprise! <laughs> right now. <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, that's probably how I describe myself now because I wouldn't have any wine with me because I don't have any money to buy any. <laughs> but I do, you know, love being creative and I suppose that makes the broke part of it okay. At least you're not creative, broke and drunk, I guess then. That's you true. can't afford the wine. That's very true, There's actually. Some... That, that, that is a really positive thing to being broke is not being drunk all the time. It's like the alternative. I was actually just thinking diet. about that this morning. Were you? Yes, That's I was. It's actually a good thing. Because I was thinking back to my housewarming party. Do you remember that? I do. <laughs> After I broke up with my then-husband, now ex-husband, clearly. Yes. Um, let's not talk about that. Okay. But, um, you know, yeah, there was too much money flowing back then, clearly. Yeah, it all went a bit cray-cray. Yeah, that's a, that was a housewarming party and a half. <laughs> but you know what? Like, it's it, at least, like, with drinking wine and stuff like that, even if you can't afford to buy it, it's not like you have a terrible drug habit that you're going to start breaking into loved ones' houses and stealing their equipment and selling it at a pawn shop so you can fun, go and buy some passion pop. Now, that's true. You know? That's really true. Most of the alcoholics just end up in a sleeping bag on the side of the road drinking terps. It's got dignity. It's yeah, yeah. You're not hurting. They're not anyone. hurting other people. No, you just accept That's for your true. liver. Yay for the alcos. Yay. For, yeah, much better than heroin addicts. <laughs> Make good choices. In my opinion. Make good choices. What? <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> oh my god! That's a bumper sticker. That's a bloody bumper sticker. Print it. Print it. Print it. <laughs> anyway. Oh, this is brilliant. Um, so- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So listen, but I, I we don't have to go anywhere you don't want to go. But just to say, like you know that mm. I have been at absolute bullshit creek as well in Absolutely. the past, and just oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> without an ounce of doubt, you've been you up have, the shit up. <laughs> you have licked the tongue just like poo. me, <laughs> like Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Except I had a snorkel exactly. and then was inhaling it. Um, yeah. No, like, so after that was 2014, had my divorce, uh, just had it. That'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, that'll divorce, do it. And and then just being a single mum and living under your house, actually, yeah. for like a few months. And, yeah. and sharing a bed with my, sing, my, my daughter, my teenage daughter. Right. And I was just saying to the other day how funny High that moment. was. Holy shit. It was so awful and having no money, having nothing. And I just remember like going on a date with this guy because obviously that's such a great time of life to start dating is when everything's shit. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I remember like he was so excited. Like he was, we were like, he was right into me. And, like, I remember too. I remember the guy. He's like, I can't I wait remember. to come see. Like I'm going to come see. I really want to meet your family. Blah, 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 yes. Blah. Came into the house, saw where I was living and it was like his feet were like those cartoon <laughs> road runner. <laughs> Just was like, I'll see ya. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. If um, you can't handle me at my worst. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's the truth of the matter, isn't it? You it know, is, yes. You know, he can't handle someone that doesn't have their shit together. Push on. Absolutely. Push on, man. Push that's on. That's right. That's right. And But you, yes, so things are pretty full on for you at the moment because you are mm. in the thick of it. How mm. are you staying sane, my love? How am I staying sane? Um, I don't think I am. Yeah? Maybe I am just. Uh, last night was lovely. You invited me over for dinner. Aww. <laughs> and that I was lovely. You. That was so nice. I, I mean, you know, I suppose it sounds cliche, um, but I suppose you do have to find the funny side. You freaking do. You do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Like and <laughs> just, just live, just go one day at a time. Yep. You know, I, I am trying to make plans for the future and to get myself out of the shit. Um, but at the moment it's just take it one day at a time and then I think hopefully by the begin- beginning of next year I may have made some traction. You will have made some traction and everything changes. That's it. But you. Yep. It's a year of a change. It's a year of change. Yeah, it's just a chapter. That's right. A yeah. chapter. My of- turn to be what down at the bottom of the ocean without a snorkel or snorkels filling with water. What was your oh, analogy? Jesus. No, no. Um, my analogy was actually army crawling through poo, um, oh. like in Shawshank Redemption at the end where he's like oh, vomiting yes. into the water. And So it was much darker, Ange, than it was. at the bottom of the ocean. Mind you, if you were at the bottom of the ocean with the snorkel, I think you're fucked. I actually you're think dead. You are already dead. Ultimately, probably worse. Yeah, than, and well, you're also your brain would crush. I've seen the abyss. Like your brain would crush. You'd yes. have the bends though, so bends. you probably wouldn't understand what's happening. And that's right. That's can't right. Enjoy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. apparently drowning's not all that bad. Like I find it like I find a really it quite nice, scary quite thing. relaxing. <laughs> I love a good better drown. than a plane crash, but not as good as the lethal injection. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Do you reckon a lethal injection is it painful? Do you think? Nah. You don't reckon? I don't think so. I don't know. I but hope it is. But I don't think it is. Clearly. I hope it's painful unless you're innocent. <laughs> and then I hope that it's like a lovely little <laughs> injection of morphine. Cocaine. <laughs> Maybe not cocaine. You want a bit of a downer to go to sleep, I think, forever. Yeah, um, exactly. Yep, yeah, that's right. Mm. Such mm. good mm. material we're covering. Oh my god! This is where <laughs> love it. But this love is why it. I love you. You've always been my muse. Like you're the one that I always try to make laugh. And oh, and you've done such a good job all my life. <laughs> always made me laugh. Sometimes scared me, oh. but mostly laughs. Oh, I know. I scared you. Yeah, remember when we were little and you used to like, like go crazy and like pretend you were really, really angry and like. Be like the Wicked Witch. Oh, my God. Do you remember? Well, I wasn't pretending, but that's sweet of you. But you were a very good actress and I'd always just laugh at first and then oh, that had slowly become I like... I do remember. Uh, uh, I, remember uh, trying stop to, it. I remember trying to... Because I would stare in the mirror, like trying to make these crazy faces all the time, like yes. kind of Jim Carrey. And I remember discovering this one that looked so freaking evil that was like a... Wasn't trying to rip off Hannibal Lecter, but it was kind of meant to be a bit of a serial killer, insane person. And I do remember freaking you out with that. You nailed it. I was so mean to you. Absolutely nailed it. No, that wasn't that wasn't too mean. Oh, I just but feel like it was pretty funny. It was funny until it was really, really terrifying. Yeah, it's just this like just, <laughs> I didn't. Just, stop. It was a fine line, <laughs> fine line. But I loved it because the actress in me was like nailed it. Right, like freaked her out. Exactly. I'm clearly. You yeah, have to test your to skills heart. somewhere. Yeah. That was clearly a good, I was a good tester. You were it. Oh my God. But mm. do you remember, like, I have apologized to you now as an adult for the horrible Many times. things I did to you. Very, very little 
horrible things. As my, I did do them. Like my beautiful younger sister, I just – my kids still talk to me about this. It's actually a joke in our house now, Anne, <laughs> right? Okay. Because <laughs> what I used to do, it was so mean, was – Angie used to love – used to – sorry, I don't mean to talk about you in the third person. Am I talking to the listeners now or am I talking to you? Because you know this story, so it's kind of weird. Um, I suppose you're talking to the to the listeners. Okay. But you're looking at me because I'm here, so that's why it's a bit strange. It's weird, isn't it? I know what I'll do. I'll do this old beauty. Remember when we were kids, Ange? Oh, I remember that. And um, you used to love having your back tickled. Like, it's so, oh, it sounds I still really weird, do. But you loved having me just like sort of stroking your back. Like, you loved that feeling or playing with your hair that was the other it's thing. my favorite thing and you can't go to a masseuse and ask them to give you a back tickle can you that would just be weird so i mean fuck being single no maybe you could no back tickles maybe you could um maybe you could though because they were always checking in with you and like is that pressure okay maybe you could just keep going could you just do it light light it one of the type type places that do it for shiz do it lighter just until they'll do just anything. do it lighter just, in, just until it's just, just fingernails. Do it so light that you're barely touching in, in fact here's a feather could you just <laughs> Can you just rub me with a feather? <laughs> anyway, back to the story. That's a, just like that's a niche. You don't even need training for a feather. No, I know. Um, I'd, t- I'd pay money for that. Yeah? Yeah. I'd pay money for a nice scalp massage. I love it when the hairdressers do that. Yeah, they, well, but oh, you can God, get that from, so from therapeutic masseuses and stuff. Can you? Massage therapists. Oh, totally. That'd be nice. Cranial massage. It's a thing oh and it's the God. most amazing thing in the world. In fact, if you have never had a cranial massage... You've got to do it. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. It is amazing. Did yeah. you ever do perennial massage, like before the birth? No. Uh, no. Did you? No, no. I read about it. No, I did do a little bit, actually. But I was lazy. I did a bit with Ella. I mean, not with <laughs> not with. We didn't sit down together and go, <laughs> Okay. Right, mummy, daughter Right. Time. End of podcast. Let's start again. Whoa. There comes a time in a young woman's life. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to stop taking lots so seriously and listen the hell up. Um, no. <laughs> no, because I did read about it. I was, you know the first baby, you're so into everything and you're so yes. like, oh, my God, birth. Oh, right. Everything. Oh, the yes. Book. The oils and the music and the, oh, yeah. Epic. All and the so things. I did try and massage my parents, but I just got so bored. Oh, it's boring. It's like it's not boring as yoga. Oh, they put them in the same basket. I, I don't think – imagine doing hot perennial massage. <laughs> Jesus. Um. No, most people really like yoga, I know, but I just cannot get into it. I find it so dead boring. Do you like stretching? I've tried so many times. Do you like stretching? I do like stretching. Yeah. yeah after, stretching? I've done, after I've done exercise and I'm hurting. Oh, it feels so nice. Not just for it? like shits and giggles. Yeah. Have a stretch, you know. Oh, yeah. What about beer yoga? Would you do beer yoga? Because I've heard that's a thing now. Well, then I kind of feel it like it defeats the, the purpose of doing exercise. So I'd, I don't know if I'd walk away from that feeling like, yay, about myself. I'd yeah. feel like I'd just kind of evened out. It's more like a, yeah, right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I do. So, yeah, yeah. No. no, not interested. Nothing, but. if there's anything I hate worse in life, it's balance. <laughs> um, so, Especially when you're drunk. Yes. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, okay. I'm, back tickles. Back tickles. You back loved, to the thing. You loved back tickles. Still so do, much. by the way. Still do. Oh my god. So, um, well, I should maybe try this trick again. I don't. I think you probably lived and learned by now. But okay. So when we were growing up, I used to say to Ange, "Hey, no, I used to say to you. Remember when I used to say to you? You said to me. I said to you, uh, Angie, 
if you will just go and get me something really nice to eat, like maybe chop me up a nice apple, put mm. a bit of banana on the side. If mm-hmm. you could do that and bring it to me, please. Vegemite, some crusts. Yes. Oh, that was it's so always good. a bit involved. So good. Yeah, it wasn't just a go get me an apple. It was yeah, prepare something, prepare something. Yeah. And um, and you can and I'd say if you can do that for me, I will tickle your back for like five minutes mm-hmm. and you'd be like sure and you'd run off la 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 and you'd come back la 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 because you were like the sweetest child on the planet it was nauseating oh, and um and you bring it back for me and I'd munch down my beautiful snacks like Queen Nefertiti and then you'd be like okay can I have my massage now and I'd be like nah no way and I just wouldn't do it and, and I'd be, be like, really upset, but I, I wouldn't, like, fight you on it, would I? No. You were such a lovely pacifist. I'd probably just go to my room and cry or something, be pathetic. And then and then eventually <laughs> you'd be the one to apologise somehow. Like, just so. Pass you a note under the door. I I'm know. sorry. <laughs> and then I'd reject it. I shouldn't it have expected you to tickle my back after <laughs> I, like, was your slave. I was being so unreasonable. <laughs> I forgot this slavery arrangement involves no payment. And then I'd fall for it again, but I think I had faith in you. you I trusted that each. Each time you you wouldn't do the same thing to me. But I was so mean because You'd I would be like, I promise goods. this time I'll do it. And I was desperate for I a back know, tickle. I was such a bitch. <laughs> so I desperate. Just, but I like to think I toughened you up for life because it's full of disappointments. You know, that's right. Oh yeah, I'm pretty tough. You are very tough, tough lady. Um, Bonnie loves back tickles now too. Oh, does yeah. she? Cassidy yeah. loves them she too. She loves it so much. Oh my god! But do you, the, okay, back to this being a joke in our house now. Oh, yeah. Cassidy now says to me, Mummy, would you please go and chop me up some apple and I promise I'll tickle your back. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, yes, so I've broken the chain, oh Angie. My I've gosh, broken that's the cycle. Hilarious. I've broken the abuse cycle. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Poor Angie little Angie. Time. Isn't that what mum used to always yeah, say? Yeah, poor little Angie. Poor little Angie. Oh, but mm. let's talk about your children. Let's. Or being a mama. Yes. Yeah. Gorgeous, amazing children. Aren't they? They're they nothing are. else. They're nothing oh, else. No, nothing else. Just pure beauty, love. I could eat your kitties up. I love they them are very edible. so much. They're, They're very, beautiful. very edible. Yes. So how do um, – can I – I want to ask you about this because I think this has really been a massive issue in my life. How do, have you found – at being a creative person, being yes. a musician and having yeah. you know, big goals with that and um, how have you found that since having kids? Since having kids. Um, let me think. Well, I suppose it's got to be harder because, you know, such a huge part of your time and energy is being put into the kids. And so your dreams sort of have to take a backseat in a way. But I've still continued to do it. Um, Yeah, I, I think, do you mean like professionally? Like Whatever, yeah, I like, know. I mean, I guess what do I mean? It's a I, hard one. Like I, I, I feel like they give me a lot of inspiration. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you're always wanting to provide, so I suppose I beat myself up more about being broke because of them. Yes, that gives me the mother's guilt pretty oh, badly. That's Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. of the instability. Yeah. Of it all. Yeah. Yeah, and even though I mean I'm you know part time music teaching, and I've always been pretty stable. Like I've always had a stable job yeah you know um 
although for the last while it's always been to do with music and in the arts, mm. et cetera. Um, but most recently, yeah, I really do beat myself up about that. And I, and I really battle with, you know, I was telling you just the other day, like I should do my Bachelor of Education, I need to get stable. And um, the driving force behind that is them. Yeah. I want to be able to provide better for them. Yeah. Do they notice, like, do they notice if you're stressed about that kind of stuff? Yes. And what does that mean? Like, what does that look like for you? Stressed about money. Yeah. Um, Well, they're just, like, super sweet about it, especially Noah, um, Mm. because he's just such an empath, isn't he? Like, he... Totally. And he just wants everyone to be happy and he wants me to be happy and so um, he's really understanding and he's like, oh, Bonnie, shh, no, you don't need that thing, you know, you don't need that thing. We don't know, mummy, you don't need to buy us that cupcake. No, no, we're fine. That, 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 that's, that's Noah. So, and Bonnie's got that beautiful influence on her. So um, I know that they feel it but they're very understanding Yeah, kids. Aww. So I feel lucky like that. We grew up, I mean, like mum, so who, for those of you who don't know, is it, was our grandmother. Yeah. Because she raised us because our mum died when we were both very young. Mm-hmm. Um, because, but she was always, I was always very aware of the fact that she didn't have much money. Yes. Like, and she was so frugal and, and didn't hold back in telling us how little money she had. Yeah, that's true. Yes. <laughs> Which now in hindsight, I feel like she exaggerated it a little bit. Mm. Like I feel like she was always okay because she was so good at saving and everything. Yes. But I always felt like shit. Like I felt quite scared. Yeah. Oh, yes. You yeah. know? And there's a fine line. Like I, I do worry about that as well because mm. Noah has had times where he's been worried about money, you know, because yeah. he knows I'm down to the last little bit or whatever. But he's kind of moved through that now. Like I'm pretty open and honest with them about it. But it's always like with an air of it's fine. We're really rich, really, when it comes down to it. Yeah. You know, we li- and then they really have that mentality that we are rich because we live in Australia and we we live in a in a house and together and we have furniture and we have space and we have all those things that we need. So I've really drummed that into them at the same time. But I'm very honest with them about. I've only got $10 left, so no, you can't have that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but very matter, fa- matter of fact about the fact that we are okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't ever want them to have fear about that. Yeah. No, that's excellent. Yeah. And we are so Yet it's still a fear that I have. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I'm very man. conscious of it, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah shit, hey. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard. I feel like once I left home... I felt like I had to be poor too. Like, do, do yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it felt yeah. like that's our—that's who we are. Like, we never have money, and I felt like yes, very uncomfortable having money. It was even like, not that I've ever had shitloads of it, but like, yes. it felt like if you had a good—I don't know—like a big gig windfall or whatever it was. Yeah, fuck, I got to get rid of this money. I need to spend this as soon as possible, almost because it felt wrong to have it. Yeah, wow, Does that makes sense. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'll wait until I, you know, have that big win and then I'll let you know how it goes <laughs> and how I feel about it. I'm talking like a few hundred dollars. I think there's um, a really f- big feeling of empowerment, though, about being down to your last $18 or $10 or whatever it and is. And being able to make and it And I work. always feel this way when I get th- – yeah, and being able to make it work. Mm. Like, I don't know, it's almost like there's a little bit of an adrenaline thing. Like I just got a bit of a chill, like, thinking about it. Like, you're right down to the last amount of money that it's you like have. It's a game show. And you can make it work. It's like Survivor. 
Exactly. You've already got – or what are those shows where you've got $10 to grocery shop? Yes, or, or yes. And Aldi's amazing shop. for that. It's like the amount of stuff you can get for like 20 bucks. It does make a it's massive like I'm rich. shopping there. I <laughs> I'm know. Rich. $2 on – You even got tiny teddies <laughs> and toilet paper. 10 bucks on groceries and 10 bucks <laughs> on a lawnmower. Thanks, Aldi. Thanks, Aldi. Um. <laughs> Aldi makes me feel rich. Yes. <laughs> if it's not at Aldi, I don't buy it. That's my motto. That's a freaking great motto. You yeah. should pitch that to them. That's yeah, brilliant. totally. I do remember living in Melbourne when Ella was a baby and we went down there to have a bit of an adventure. Yeah. We left six months and we honestly had no money because um, Tim, my husband at the time, my first husband, um, was studying full time and then I was yeah. looking after Ella. So we really had nothing. But it was really fun. Like we didn't have a car and we just walked down um, – lived on potatoes like we would just buy a massive bag of potatoes because you can cook basically a week's worth of food with right. variations of that exactly buy some veggies mm-hmm. we were vegetarian as well so we didn't have the meat thing to deal with um and just our treat was once a week we'd go down to the lebanese bakery and get a piece of lebanese um bread like wow. like cooked for a dollar and that would have felt and amazing. That was our treat. And it really did. And it felt very bohemian and, you know. Yeah, how much you appreciate those little things. Yes, as well. Exactly. It's like when you camp. This is an interesting analogy that just came to my mind. When you're kind but of homeless, you appreciate, but by choice. But you appreciate, because I'm like camping like three nights a week now down in Northern Rivers in my wagon. But you appreciate the little things so much, like that coffee that you make in the morning. Mm. You appreciate it so much. The bread and cheese or whatever you um, you get, make, you know, put together for dinner. You appreciate it so much. The warm bed, you appreciate it so much because you haven't got much. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Or oh, the bread and so cheese for dinner. It, it just makes me think of like being a little Parisian bohemian artist. Everyone's going to think I'm so bored. I'm just, I'm just going through something, guys. I'm okay. I was rich last year. This all is right? a snapshot. I just, uh, this is a very small snapshot hey, look, of right now. Richard Branson was bankrupt, okay? <laughs> so tides and turns, Me baby. and Richie. Yeah, baby. He got my back. You know what I always think when things are really shit? What's that? This is going to be great for my memoirs. Exactly. And so isn't good. that the truth? Yep. People don't for like to sure. read about the It's like every heartbreak is like, oh, amazing. You get like 200 pieces of art out of that. Yeah. Like, absolutely. come on, bring on the heartbreak. Cut off an ear, Andrew. Bring it on. Then I'll take <laughs> you seriously. <laughs> Oh, my God. So true, though. So good. Oh, my God. How long have we been talking for? Oh, my God. This has gone by so quickly. That's freaking radic. What are we up to? Oh, my God. It's been nearly half an hour already, my sister. Oh, wow. How long do we get to talk for? Well, approximately half an hour, but it's cool. But we can – look, I've still got our rocket round. Um, Yeah, rocket round. Is there any – That sounds exciting. I think because we've talked a bit about, like, being in the shit. Like, okay, think about anyone listening out there who is in the shit. Yes. Like, what would you – what do you – what do you say? What do you say to them? To someone that's in the shit? Yes. Um, God, it sucks being in the shit, doesn't it? It does. It's fucked. Yeah. But, um, you know, write a song, create some art about it, make some money out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Adele. And tomorrow is a brand new day. 
Amen to that. Mm. I do agree with making art out of it, though. I think even regardless of whether you're even going to share that with the world, but I think write it out, paint it out, draw it out, whatever that is, sing it out. Oh, my God. And also laugh it out. I think, again, you have to laugh at how fucked some things are when you just go, oh, my God. Like, okay, this was 2010. You will remember this terrible chapter of my life, too. Had a head-on collision. So couldn't work for months and months and was in terrible pain. Mm-hmm, I uh, moved to Caboolture. <laughs> not sure which was worse. Um, and then Cassidy broke his leg. Oh, that's right. That was so random. His first daycare. day ever at daycare. And then... He was came, only a toddler, by the way. He, yeah, he, he was, was like, like two. He, no, he was one. He, he was, was one. One in a few months. Fully broke his leg. Fully broke his leg. Leg cast. And then Caleb got this shocking um, food poisoning, right? So anyway, there's this day where I'm in Caboolture... At the chemist, getting the That's daily... That's enough, right? Being <laughs> in Caboolture at the chemist, oh right? Oh, my God. That's getting enough. my daily, like, meds, which was ridiculous, like a little truckload and backing up the... <laughs> just so they can shovel them on. And um, <laughs> and I'm there. And all of a sudden, so I've got neck shovel brace... I've got a neck brace on. I've got Cassidy on my hip with his full leg cast and Caleb next to me looking pale as anything. Caleb looks up at me and it no. just, like, gives oh, me the no. look, like, no. oh, my God. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And he, like, looks at me and he's, like, nodding. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I grab him by the scruff of the neck, like a freaking Labrador with a puppy dog, whisk him out of the shop. And I'm just looking around trying to go, holy shit, what am I going to do? Find a bin, bend him over the bin. I think I must have lifted him Thank God you found a bin. Yeah. And he's just vomiting into this thing. And I'm just thinking Uh, to myself, this is freaking, this is hilarious. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, the neck brace, the leg cast. Is Cassidy still on your hip? Yeah, still on my hip. I'm like, we look like that three-headed puppy out of Harry Potter. (laughs) I'm like, oh, life, life, beautiful life. And then you write a song about it. Something. Something. If you haven't done that yet, you probably should. I probably should. The three-headed monster of Caboolture. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Classic. Oh, my God. Okay, Ange, I am going to get you on for another episode sometime. Because I feel like we could talk forever about everything on the planet. Of course we can. Okay, my sweet darling. This is the lightning round. Okay, lightning round. Lightning round. I feel like I'm on Family Feud when they do that fast thing at the end and it's like, oh, Oh yay. I love Family Feud. Oh, my god. Do you know my best friend from high school? Her family went on there and won like 15 grand. 15 grand. Yes, worth the prizes. And they like go through like how many rounds to win 15 grand. It's so funny. I know. But, you know, better than a knife set, I suppose. Well, that's well, it was probably a knife set was included because, you know, it's all prizes. <laughs> that we, you know, It's probably like a knife set, a vacuum and a, I don't know. Nice $15,000 worth of appliances. Yeah, that's right. So she did have a very good kitchen dishwasher. Um, all right, Angie, your life motto. My life motto. Um, live in the moment. Be present. It's a good place to be. Mm. And even be present in the shit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. I disagree. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I think escape that shit. <laughs> think about the past. Dream about the days when you're relying in a cot and being breastfed. All right. Um, a moment you're not proud of. A moment I'm not proud of. Oh, well, now I'm thinking of um, that, uh, that housewarming after I split up with Michael in my togs, passing out drunk from wine in the backyard on the grass at about 4 p.m. With people still arriving to the... To the housewarming party. <laughs> I woke up, by the way, at about midnight, still in my togs, in the backyard, and I played piano really badly to about, you know, 30 people. 
Oh my god, that's but yeah, that was embarrassing. That was that was a low moment. But hey, give the girl a break. I mean, come on. I'd just been through a separation. Um, It was a it was a big time. It was a big time. And your kids weren't. It was a big time. To be fair, or were they? Let's not talk. I don't remember. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Look, I've I have had. I have had terribly shameful moments, um, both in front of and, mm. and out front, both in front and out front of the kids. Um, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. And at least I wasn't on heroin. Hey, at least I wasn't on heroin. You were not on heroin, and so, you weren't stealing you know, things. There's always a win there. Absolutely. When you're not on heroin, look on the bright side. <laughs> yeah, if you're not on heroin, you're doing life right. Um, <laughs> That's my life. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best life motto ever. I love that so much. We've got to print that on a t-shirt. No offense to people on and, heroin, but uh, you know, yeah, let's not walk through King's Cross in Sydney, but we'll avoid that, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um the best advice you've received. Um follow your heart. Oh, mm. it's true, isn't it? It I is. I feel like because mum was always desperate for me to do law or something or medicine, like she wanted me to do something successful but and was really anti going into the arts because it was so unstable. Yeah. Strange, she always really supported you doing music though. Like she really believes she, in you. Yeah, she knew that was the only thing I was good at. No. Oh, <laughs> bullshit. But, but, but by the end. She was like, was... don't study law, Angie. <laughs> don't study law. <laughs> you haven't got a chance in hell. Oh, stop it. How about music? <laughs> No, yeah. <laughs> but but by the end, mum really came round, and she yeah. was like, "Follow your heart." Mm. I think she sort of got to the point of going, "Yeah, life is too short to just do stuff." Oh, because she you totally came round. She in was the amazing. End. She had a lot of big realizations. Yeah, she did when she, she was in her old age. Yeah, very. She old did. Age. She she was amazing, wasn't she? By the end. Yeah, because people she was say so you can't proud change, of, but she actually of you for did following change. your dreams. Yeah, yeah, she did. She did, didn't she? Yeah, her her mind just opened and opened and opened and opened. It was so cool. Did you yeah. know she came? And saw, oh, yeah, do you remember? You, she came and saw Viking Mama. She did. When we were in it. Yes. Which was, for those of you who don't know, was a um, musical comedy. Well, it was kind of meant to be a rock opera, sort of a rock opera. Yeah, it was. And Ange was in it with Betty yeah. and the Bettys playing the Valkyries, and I was playing this Viking mother. And at the end of the show, I slaughter all of these toddlers who yeah. are made of lettuce, of course. Whole birthday party. They're, They're all, all lettuce. by lettuce. Yeah, yeah and I oh lose my God, the pot and amazing. slaughter them all. Genius. Like, so, by the end of it, there's just lettuce everywhere in the audience. Everywhere. Oh, and Wrecking mouth. Ball as well. Miley Cyrus. Oh, oh yeah. We had a lettuce drop down Cyrus. from the oh. ceiling. It became oh, Wrecking God, Ball. It was, it was epic. And um, I think mum sat in the front row looking incredibly confused. Um, <laughs> but by the end, <laughs> so did you like it? And she was like, it was just like watching you when you were a kid. Yeah. Which I don't know what that says about my childhood. But anyway. Oh, classic. Worst advice you've ever received? Follow your heart. <laughs> My mind just blew. So true, though, isn't it? Best oh. and worst. Oh. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it doesn't do doesn't do the right things for you, but often it does. It's a hard one. There's a quote. How I'm are you meant to know? How are you meant to know when it's when you're meant to follow it and when you're not? There's a quote that says something like "Follow your heart, but let your mind have the map." Or there's something. I'm misquoting mm. that, but there's something like that mm. that's kind of like. But let your mind have at least you know forty nine percent. Yes, at least 49%. Your decision, your decision if making. not 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's something, I, yeah, I can't remember the exact quote. It's really good though, but mm. about not completely going, you know. Mm. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Never, never follow your loins. I found. <laughs> well, never not for more than 24 hours. follow your loins. Not for more than 24 hours. Oh, my God. You've got to yes. have boundaries. Totally, yes. Complete this sentence. Being mm-hmm. a mother is... Oh, I'm being going to be cheesy now. Um, pure 
love and purpose. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, sounds and, a bit cheesy, but oh, but cheesy. Th- I love cheesy. It is things. pure love, unconditional love, and it is like purpose. It gives you a purpose for the rest of your life. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Mum always said that with you and I, that we gave her a purpose. Yes. It's beautiful. Yes, it's And true. finally, my that. darling sister, written on your tombstone will be? Um, hopefully, Angeline Winter, 1981 to 2081. <sighs> that is the best answer ever. <laughs> I'm going to get my letter from the Queenie. <laughs> Thank you very much. I just have to say, it's so funny though, because mum always really wanted to get a letter from the Queen. She and did. she was like, I want to get older, I want to get older. She got to 90 and her health just nosed up and she was like, oh, who the hell would want to be 90? <laughs> like, and she just completely changed her tune. She's like, fuck the Queen. Yeah. No, I mean, she didn't really say that. But, no, but yeah. Uh, she said it with her eyes. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> yeah, Totally. I'm definitely going to get you back. My beautiful sister, I love you so much. Love you so much too, my sister. 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 Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on the Funny Mummies podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you join our group on Facebook, the Funny Mummies group. Also, we have funnymummies.com, which has upcoming gigs, shows, fun stuff. You can find me, Jenny Winter, which is W-Y-N-T-E-R. Why? Because I can. At jennywinter.com. You can find me on Facebook at Jenny Winter Comedian, Instagram at Jen Winter. And your child could be the voice on this podcast. So if your child would like to say with Jenny Winter, record that. As a voice memo, send it through to me. You can either send it via the Facebook group or via my website and they could be the voice on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and I hope that you find some funny in your day. It's the funny With Jenny Winter. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.